Welcome back to another edition of Three Guys and a Couch. This is episode two. Today uh, we get into a little bit more on getting into the Panthers as well as Cam Newton's injury. Graham Gano, really looking into that a little bit. Backup QBs, talk a little bit about the schedule. Obviously, Andrew Luck shocked the world with his retirement. We're going to get into that a little bit, as well as uh, other NFL news, a little bit of fantasy football, and really diving into the ECU Pirates-NC State game coming up this weekend. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So we appreciate you guys subscribing and following. And here we go. And now, Tone CYD. Tone. See why did the game? TV eat em up. Uh. Gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's my hustle's ambition. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's my hustle's ambition. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's my hustle's ambition. I gotta get it. I gotta get it, that's my hustle's ambition. I'm blowing vicious ever. We hear my thoughts brewing. No time for beef. And now to Craig for the fun fact of the day. A man in Tennessee is suing Popeyes over hardships for countless time wasted trying to get himself a Popeyes chicken sandwich. And I quote, countless time wasted driving to and from Popeyes. No chicken sandwich. Was told to come back this day. Still no sandwich. I, I can't agree because I've tried twice and I have yet to be on to get a chicken sandwich. The the drive through is ridiculous. I'm pretty convinced that they're doing this all as a giant marketing scheme because they just posted all that. You guys see that where they posted everything on Twitter where they're like, "You guys ate them all. You ate them all. Literally right. all of them. They'll be back soon though." I think they under under delivered on the amount of sandwiches that they had just to build demand, which worked. People are going ape shit over this thing. Yeah, Popeyes is good. Um, the chicken's quality chicken, but let's not let's not jump ship here. Chick- well, I think Chick-fil- is it better Chick-fil-A? than Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A is still a top dog. Agree. After after all this is said and done, we will go back to eating Chick Fil A, yeah. and Popeyes will not have a Popeyes drive-thru. is in right now. Yeah, Popeyes will have a drive through because we all know Craig likes his Popeyes drive through. I mean, they make some banging chicken. They, good, bi- good biscuits. They just make you wait in the car 10 minutes to come deliver the chicken to you in the car. But, hey, who, we all have our days. The service, uh, not great. And shout out to all the Popeye's workers who seem to be having a very, very difficult time <laughs> it's the with first, this much business. It's the first time they've had to work in years. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, a lot of business and it just did people look tired. Sub dogs, by the way, Greenville, North Carolina. Before we get going on this, if you're listening, offered uh, anyone who showed up in a Popeyes uniform free sub dogs food. Mm. Wow! Really, shout out to the hardworking people of Popeyes, taking care of the people. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just jump into it. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, August 28th. It's Thursday, baby. It's August 29th. It's August 29th. Thursday. You did that last time, too. I did. I did. And uh, we're just going to jump into a couple headlines surrounding the Carolina Panthers. Is Graham Gano going to be okay? I think that he has a serious injury uh, that seems to be repetitive. Um, he seems hurts his knee, correct? It is. Sore knee. Sore, sore knee. Hearing. We're looking at, yeah. I, I think it's his leg. Or, I know it's, it's, his, it's his leg. He seems to be struggling a little bit. Um, this kind of reminds me a little bit of a couple of, you know, this was a while ago now, but I think it was 2002 when John Casey had uh, knee issues. I believe his was his kneecap. Um, but we had to bring in another guy. That was actually Shane Graham. Kicked mm. in the NFL for a while. I don't know if you guys... Remember him missing that... uh, Redhead? Was he Redhead? Redhead. uh, He missed a very, very short red zone kick that would have won the game for us that year. We went 7-9 with Rodney Pete. Mm. Shouts out to Rodney Pete. Shout out to ECU. Yeah. Yeah. Go Pirates. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. 
Hopefully Joey Sly could be good. He's played in every preseason game this year. Just hit a 60-yard field goal tonight. Boom. Um, we did the same thing with Harrison Bucker. We let him go. We let him audition for the NFL. And the had, Harrison Bunker, Bucker was different. I mean, we did draft him. which we did. Was, we did. Um, and Harrison, I'd, he's good. Uh, that would that. Part of me wanted that to be the guy we went with last year. Um, obviously, Graham Bruno had a pretty good season last year. He also uh, unblocked. Unblocked my, my friend, Dave. my friend Tyler Cook, to the right of me. Can, can we give a little, you know, story to this? I think it's yeah. a pretty good story to tell. Yeah, well, I think our relationship with Graham has been broken since he blocked you on Twitter. For those don't know, we have kind of a personal relationship with our kicker Graham Gano. Yeah, there's a vendetta with Graham. Uh, a few years back, um, yeah, my buddy now <laughs> missed a uh, a field goal, and I don't know exactly what I said. Back in the day, but I jumped on Twitter and I got in his case. Uh, probably, probably made a Florida State reference of some sort. Said he was, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say anything because we're friends now. But uh, for about what four or five years, I was blocked on Twitter. Twitter from, fingers, yeah, tr- turning trigger fingers. They do. He blocked me. Uh, he obviously read what I had to say. Uh, was pretty stone cold blocked and. Uh, <laughs> The uh, inside joke between all of us here at uh, First Ballot Sports and One Men's Media um, was hashtag unblock Big Dave. And uh, for those of you who don't know, David Tyler Cook is my name, and uh, that's how that came about. Pimpin' is my game. <laughs> and he unblocked you. He did, and, and we, all we, thanks to you, Craig. We ran its course, yeah. So, met... Graham Gano at a AT&T in Providence, or it's out in Valentine, um, off of Ray Road. I stopped in, my I destroyed all my iPhones, uh, dropped the I dropped it, so I was going in to get a new phone. Did not know this was in an AT&T. It was in an like AT&T. That. Thank God it wasn't a Boost Mobile. So here's what <laughs> here's what happened. So we're in. I'm in AT&T, and it's right after work. It's one, it's a weekday, and it was in the off season. It was during the summer. Um, it was raining outside, and I happened to be the only person in AT&T. So, the weather was 64. Yeah, so let me paint, yeah, let me paint, <laughs> let me paint yeah. the imagery. So it was a nice summer evening. <laughs> um, so it was raining, and I was looking to get a phone, and I was the only target there. So I was getting hit with sales fish after sales fish. Oh, you want to take a look at the 7S? Oh, what about the 7, 8 Plus? All this bull stuff. Um, <laughs> Craig, you can cuss. <laughs> all this bullshit, excuse me. <laughs> uh, so we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, this guy walks in, and he's like, "Hey, can I get the? I need to. I need a phone charger." And I was like, "Okay, like who, who's this guy? He's wearing some like athletic shorts." So I, I noticed there was a football logo on him, but it was just like a regular football. It wasn't like any of the team or yeah. gear. So I'm like, "All right, maybe this guy was like a." An outside linebacker. That was my first thought. This dude's kind of jacked. Like maybe he was an outside linebacker for like a, a local football team or something. So he gets he walks in and asks for the cheapest charger possible. <laughs> so the guy who's working with me at AT and T gives him a, the phone charger and he's going up to check out. And I'm waiting for my phone to update now because I already have my phone and we're just getting installed. And the guy rings him up. And he's like, "Oh, like just so I can get your information pulled up, paint your name." And the guy goes, "Graham." And I was like, "Wait." Now you're interested. So I'm like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I know this dude played football, but don't don't tell me this is Graham Gano. And then he's like, what's your last name? He's like, Gano. And I just like, I just like my mouth dropped. I was like, dude. And he was like, okay. And I was like, this is Graham Gano. And the guy was like, who's Graham Gano? And I like, I was like, he's our kicker. Like, Do you not know who Graham Gano is? Long story short, uh, we started talking. And I was like, you know, you blocked one of my good friends on Twitter. And he starts laughing. He's like, who? And I was like. Tyler Cook, and he starts laughing. He's like, "Yeah, I know." I was like, "What do you mean, you know?" He's like, "Don't worry. Like, well, I'll like, can you unblock him?" And he's like, "I'll see what I can do." Obviously, he sees the uh, he keeps the up constant oh, yeah, unblock he, Big Dave hashtag. Yeah, we sent out multiple tweets at him. Well, he sent me a very uh, personalized Twitter response on Twitter, uh, saying how he ran into my buddy Craig and. Uh, you know, he doesn't remember what I said, but... Uh, probably for the best. Probably for the best, but don't now we can be again. friends. Yeah, don't, he told me not to let it happen again, and uh, used a stepbrother's <laughs> um, 
uh, emoji <laughs> saying, <laughs> you know, we can be friends tonight. Yeah, I, I'd like that. So, Graham, I hope you get better. Get well. We like get you well. around here. Yeah, we do. Joey Sly kicked the ball good. <laughs> I mean, it's a big, it literally is a big, I mean, we're looking at last year where Graham came off kicking that 63-yarder to win a game. Graham had a pretty good year last year. Yeah. yeah. We're coming off of that and having to go to someone new. If we have a bat, I mean, look at the Chargers. It's a big deal if your kicking game doesn't work. It's a big well, deal. Hey, we're the, the cardiac look the Bears. cats. Look at the Bears last year. A yeah. big deal. You need a reliable kicker, so hopefully he gets well. We're looking at possibly eight weeks. Joey Sly, let it ride. Stay golden, Joey. Mm. Hey, Virginia Tech kid. I mean, he'll be popular in Charlotte. A lot of Virginia Tech alumni. Yeah. So. That being said, get better, Graham. Yeah, that being said, let's let's get our Pro Bowl kicker back. Yep. So uh, this is today is the last uh, preseason game. You know these uh, these backup quarterbacks are kind of battling it out. Thank God. Where do we stand as far as backup quarterbacks? Do we keep three? Does does one kind of take the position over the other? What's up with Will Greer? What's up with Allen? Where are we stand? They're going to keep three. I think it's it's Kyle Allen and Will Greer. If nothing changes, they're not giving up on Greer. They just drafted him in third round. I'm going to give up a good yeah. pick to draft him. I think Ron Rivera came out recently with saying also he is going to help us in time, which I think kind of means they're going to try to develop him. They're obviously not going to try to get him to the practice squad because he's going to get picked immediately up by somebody. Right. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I would like to have seen even – I mean, shit. Here's this other thing. The Eagles just bring in – what's his name? I'm just blanking completely. Uh, McCown. They just brought in McCown. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. he literally has it in his contract, I have to fly home to Charlotte every Friday to coach at Myers, Myers Park. Myers Park, yeah. Well, we live... We, the Panthers are right next to yeah, Myers Park. I know, I know, I know. It's tough. I hope... Uh, I think they want Kyle Allen to be the guy that... One of these two guys that develop. But, I mean, Cam's hurt right now. It doesn't seem to be serious. But if you if you can't just not have a guy for a, a quarterback who's been hurt like Cam to to take over when something bad happens. So yeah, I mean we're not deep, we, but no, we are guys. not. That's the one position that we're just not deep at, and yeah. it's the most important position in 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 the game. And yeah. for a team right now that I think has a lot of upside. And can be really, really good. They've got a lot of pieces and a deep roster in a very talented NFC South. Really need to have this figured out because God bless Cam. Hopefully he's healthy all year or it could get interesting. Yeah, a lot lot has to do with that offensive line, Mm -hmm. um, which we're always kind of iffy at. Well, the thing is, like, they're starting. So the last couple of years, they've they've started a right tackle at left tackle, mm-hmm. which and last year a guy off of the street completely at some point in the season. I mean, and they were okay, but my thing, like, they draft Greg Little to be the the guy for the future, but he hasn't won the job, which means like maybe Darrell Williams is a good fit for the time being, but then you also have. Uh, Moten, that right tackle. So then you have two right tackles, and then you, it's like, is this Darrell Williams' year? Because they gave him the one year deal. Is this a year to prove himself at left tackle? And then if he doesn't do anything, move on from from him and use Moten as a future right tackle? I just don't understand why they they've been doing this for a couple years now, where they just keep moving. They don't they don't have a, a and I know right tackle it's a, it's it's a tough position, but left tackle is its own like it's its own. Monster of a position. It's well. the quarterback of. I mean, it not. I mean, the center really is the quarterback, but it's you of the offensive line. Right. But the left tackle is your I money mean, making position. Yeah, like it that's is. the it spot is. you need a guy who is dependable and durable, durable, and can, and, and is that and he's athletic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's athletic enough to be able to get these speed rushers on passing downs and right. aren't just killing our quarterback. I mean, you look at they have to go up against guys like JJ Watt. Yep. Jaden Clowney, Brandon Graham, um, wouldn't it be Jarell great Casey? to have a Dallas I mean, Cowboys type offense? Demarcus Lawrence, I know. 
I mean, they're spoiled. I will say I've heard very good things about our new offensive line coach. I think that the Panthers, and we do say our, we're all Panthers fans. So if anybody hasn't caught on to if that you yet, tell. we start yeah. a lot of these Panther talks. We're big Panther people. We will talk NFL and sports in general, but but we, jump on board because we're Panther fans. We live and die with the Panthers. That being said, guys, uh, it came out the Panther schedule ranks 20th and most difficult uh, this year, and um, you know I don't know how we take this because you know our season. You know, I don't I don't know the expectations for the Panthers this year. I don't I don't know what you guys are feeling as far as what would be a good season. This is a team that can Playoff. win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Absolutely. Can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And playoffs need to happen. It's a I So I, you guys are predicting playoff or bust kind of year. It would it, oh, it absolutely. needs to be playoff or bust. Yeah. Absolutely. And then playoff run too. I mean, you're looking at some of the things across the NFL that have happened and Camp's twenty nine. I mean I don't. I'm kind. I'm kind of shocked. He's still as you know durable and as good as he is. I mean, I know he's been hurt a little bit in the last couple of years with his shoulder, but we need a we need a playoff run. We're due. There's a chance that you know he's not around much longer, and you know it's a big storyline from watching All or Nothing on Amazon last year. That was their storyline that the Panthers were a playoff Super Bowl contending team and. I think you got to look at it that way this year with especially some of the veterans that they brought in both on the defensive and offensive line. Got to look at that going forward. Um, you know, I'm just going to run down a couple quick games. I know we kind of did this last week, but as far as expectations for the season, we open up with the Rams. I think that's one of our that's tough tougher game. games. Yeah, it's probably the toughest game we have. And we have so the Bucks, Cardinals, and Houston. Um I yeah. say the only real problem there is Houston. Yeah, it's at Houston, right? It is at Houston. Yeah. Deshaun's good. Lamar Miller's out. Um, yeah, Duke. Big role for Duke. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're looking at, you know, I've heard them in talks for all kinds of trades and possibly bringing in Melvin Gordon, Ooh. things along those lines, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, uh, You know, that's a, that's a game that, you know, Deshaun Watson's a very good quarterback. That is another team where that offensive line has not done well for him. As we watch the Clemson game, looks wow. like Take it to the house, boy. ETN. Get that Tiger rag going, baby. Let's get that spelling bee going. They're spelling Clemson, boys and girls. Wow. They, they spell a lot in Clemson. I don't know how well, but uh, they do spell quite often. 90-yard touchdown. Ooh. But College football is back, by the way. They're going to be so good. Great, yeah. I'm glad Clemson's going to be. And Trevor Lawrence is an animal. They're yeah. going to run the table. So we're going to get into college football a little bit later in this pod, but um, going just back to the Panthers and kind of that uh, schedule talk that we're looking at, you, you know, the Texans is is a game that, I mean, you got to win that game for, for this. And there's a lot of these games. I think a lot of these games, it's the NFL. There's some must-wins, and there's some tricky stuff on there. Yeah. After Houston, we go. Cupcakes. We go. Jaguars, Bucks, 49ers, Titans. All four winnable games. Winnable games. And, but the thing is, they're all NFL games. And you talk about the 20th schedule. Like, that changes so frequently in the basis. NFL. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody yeah. gets hurt, somebody steps up. Like, if Leonard Fournette comes back and does a amazing job, and you're looking at uh, Nick Foles, that team could maybe. I mean, that defense is still pretty good. Hey, one thing about Fournette. Thank you, Jacksonville, for drafting him so we could have McCaffrey. Yeah, because yeah. we definitely would have. We would have absolutely, absolutely jumped, on jumped on that. And yeah. that was a, Thank you, Jacksonville. Yeah. Pour one out for them. Yeah. Mm. I think we had some winnable games, though. Um, the Rams game will set the tone. Like last year, we opened up with Dallas at home. Yep. Um, which I'm glad the NFL has given us home games against good opponents. You can't shit the bed in the first game. You can't. It's no. and you you gotta come out healthy. You can't shit the bed, and you gotta just start building. NFL is a big momentum sport. You, league you gotta get the momentum going start to pick up wins but you're gonna have to have guys step up the receiving core could be very good the tight ends could be very good like but we don't know is ian thomas going to take that step that we i personally think that he can i have expecting big things mm-hmm. um, more tight end two tight end sets more like cam's rookie year mm-hmm. when we had jeremy shockey and greg olson yeah and the receivers is 
DJ Moore going to take that step? I mean, everyone keeps talking about how great of an offseason that Curtis Samuel has had. Is he going to take that step? Mm -hmm. I think that he has the opportunity to really ball out this season. Uh, Big high on him for a sleeper in fantasy football, personally. I agree. Um, It's like ranked not like 90s. Yeah. That's a solid seven round pick. He could be something. And honestly, we need him to be that. Yeah. Um, you know, going down the roster of wide receiver, I mean, there's Torrey Smith. You've got... Uh, Aldrick Robinson. <laughs> Just got a touchdown pass tonight. You've got... Uh, I'm losing my mind. What's, Curtis Samuel. DJ Moore. The, but what's, Jared, the, the, uh, the, guy, what's his the guy from the Patriots? Hogan. Chris Hogan. Yes, Chris Hogan. A uh, little bit of a brain fart there. My thing is, though, with these receivers... A lot of possession guys, but you need the young guys to step up to be... You need DJ Moore to be a Steve Smith type player. You need Curtis Samuel to be a Deshaun Jackson, maybe Tyreek Hill kind of guy, yeah, like yeah, a burner yeah. that can really make moves in space. Yep. Probably more of a Tyreek Hill. He's, Tyree not Hill. Jets, sure. He's not as long as a Deshaun Jackson. Um, My thing is, can these guys? They need to prove that they can get separation from DBs, because that's one thing. If you look back, I know. We had a debate about Cam and him playing in week three, which we collectively all wanted him to play. But when he was in the pocket and he was getting blitzed, that just, and he was scrambling around, that just gave me two ideas. One is the offensive line just getting bulldozed because they haven't had any cohesion. Or two, that comes though. Or two, I mean, that's yeah, a thing right, that you're right. going to see come right. more and more, especially when you really start to look at more scheme. Oriented, right? Because they don't do shit in the preseason. No, they chill. There's okay. no, there's no scheme, and they're going to scheme pockets for Cam more in, in in the regular season, I think. And then another thing though is I want to make sure these guys can get separation on the outside. Like make sure these receivers are winning the one on one battles, so Cam doesn't have to scramble around too much and and have the defense all out blitzing him because in other corners can handle their own on the outside. So I just want to make sure that the DJ Moore and Curtis, because I know Curtis is, he's going to run those quick routes, but if they're not getting, if they're not going to win the one-on-one battles, then it's going to be a long. He needs to be a straight down the field, Ted Ginn, like take the top off the defense kind of player for this team to allow some of the other, because you still got Christian McCaffrey running underneath. You still got DJ Moore, who I think is a prolific route runner. And will allow you to use him as a number one uh, in many different ways, but also as a number one who really will get past separation through route running and allow Cam to have room to throw him the football. So, yeah, and uh, you know, with this Cam talk about him kind of getting up in his years um, and his tenure here at Carolina. You know, luck shocked the NFL world. Uh, shocked? This, yeah, this past week. And there was a there was an article kind of stating how the Panthers should uh, be thinking about the Andrew Luck situation um, because they believe Cam Newton is probably the quarterback most likely to uh, kind of, you know, follow the luck trend as far as he just takes constant abuse year after year. And should the Panthers be concerned uh, about this this kind of luck situation? And I know Menzer has uh, some thoughts on this. I do. I think you know if you're looking at some a quarterback in the NFL that could transfer over to someone who like has that luck, like possible retiring early kind of thing. I look at Deshaun Watson. I think you know this is a guy who. At one point last season, was too friggin' injured to fly in an airplane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a smaller guy. I look at Cam Moore in that Big Ben kind of. He's gonna get the ever living crap beat out of him, and he's just giant. I mean, and he seems he's a linebacker to, playing yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he could play him at left tackle. I think the biggest thing going into this year, <laughs> looking at Cam on those things, is the Panthers need to decide. First of all, the Panthers need to make a run because Cam's under contract for a couple of more seasons, and when you start to get into that, when Cam comes up for a renewal on his contract and they're negotiating, is Cam Newton someone that you're willing to break the bank on to re-sign 
at 32, 33 years old. Right. I don't know if he is. I don't know if he's going to be healthy. I. This is a big year for him on that standpoint just because you're looking at what his shoulder is going to do, how his progression, year two with North Turner, where that is going to go. And, I mean, you guys can – what do you guys think? I just – I think this is a big year for him for just the future and where the team starts to look at possibly – I know they kind of went for a – Development well, it, kind of guy with Will Greer, but it shows they're thinking about it. I mean, but it's you also have to think about yeah. It, this is also a team that hadn't drafted a quarterback in like seven years. Right. I mean, the Patriots draft a guy like every freaking year. Right. You've looked at the guys that the Patriots have had come through: Jacoby Brissett, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, they've traded a lot of them, but they've had guys that they've had and developed a little bit and gotten assets back for them. But also like. Every three years, you need to be drafting a quarterback somewhere in the draft. That's not something that the Panthers have looked at as something that they need to be doing, I guess, how they think. I, you, and that's you, why we're so not deep at that position right and that's, now. I mean, that's why we're so reliant on – I mean, Cam's a transcendent player, but that's why we're looking at Kyle freaking Allen, who was an undrafted free agent, and Will Greer, who's clearly not ready going forward. Yeah, I mean, it goes full hard. We live and die with Cam Newton being healthy and being on the field. And a lot of teams do. Look, it's a quarterback-driven league. There's, you know, a lot of teams where, like, if your quarterback goes out. Like, what, what's going to happen Aaron, in, Aaron, Saint, in, uh, in uh, New Orleans if Drew Brees goes down? Taysom Hill. That's not going to be pretty. <laughs> no. I mean, um, so, I mean, we're not the only points. team in this boat. But it, it, it does go case. to show you that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, – Us more so because of the way that our offense is structured yes. around Cam. Uh, other teams that have more of a traditional quarterback-driven, just, you know, I don't know, regular offense that's not as Cam-driven. And we've moved from that. He doesn't run as much. He's more of a – but he's still – Sure. Yeah. You know, you thank know, you. You know who could run these RPOs? Who? Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that boy. I uh, hope. I hope we're not in that situation. I don't want to be but. in the spot where we're drafting Trevor Lawrence number one overall. But, but hopefully, but hopefully, if McCaffrey in the backfield oh. with DJ Moore on the outside and Curtis Samuel. I mean, we would have to just absolutely tank. Something bad would really, really have to happen, and we would be yelling a lot on yeah. this podcast um, because we do think that they can win the Super Bowl. They're, I think, one of the teams that I think. Everyone in this division, though, except for the Buccaneers, and people saw, there's some people, people who are, are really high, high on the Buccaneers. Yeah. Personally, I don't trust Jameis enough, but their offense is going to be much better. Their defense is still not great, so that's kind of their big issue on that. But it'll be tough for you know looking at drafting a high quarterback here. But you don't want to ever be in that situation where. You but if we are in that situation, it's me- clearly because Cam is hurt. Badly, right? And you might be looking at at quarterback in that spot. So, hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully, you know, Ron Rivera said it's a. I'd be shocked if he doesn't play, or it's a hundred percent chance that he yeah. plays in week one. So, on to the Rams. On to the Rams, or whatever's happening. In the or for the second game. half, uh, no, it's game. preseason. Yeah. Uh, so on to some NFL news. Obviously, everybody around the world has heard. Of the luck retirement, um, I mean, it, it blew my mind. I, I don't so, think anybody saw it coming. No, nobody we all did. know he was hurt, banged up, hasn't had really a full season in a couple of years, and it's just, what are the Colts gonna do this year? I don't think they're as bad off as people are kind of saying they are. They still have a very good roster. Their coaching staff seems to be very good. And I, I think with the, the way their offensive line has been built, mm. like it's luck retires finally when they have an offensive line that they can protect it. Yeah, I know. So sad. I know. So, I mean, but I think if, there, if you can have a good enough play calling and have protection, I think Jacoby Brissett can be very manageable. I think he'd be good. I think that you can win games with him. Five wins. Do you think, when you heard the name Quentin Nelson, do you know he was a big white guy? No. No, me neither. <laughs> but he's like one of the best offensive linemen in football now. And he was rookie last year. I heard Quentin Nelson. I was not expecting what I saw. I was not either. 
but yeah, not your not your typical name for for that spot. But he's a really good player. They've got a very good offensive line. Very they, good offensive line. Constanzo or Constanzo, whatever his name is. I don't know. They, is it they, they definitely. Is that Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I soup think, for I don't you. think it's Constanza, but something like that. He's also a great offensive I player. wouldn't be shocked if they Brian shocked the world because their un, over under really went down heavily when Luck retired. That might be a value play for the over on that. Because if they can protect, and Brissett has shown in the past that he can be a manageable starting quarterback in the NFL. I mean, they had two rookies on the all-NFL team last year. Darius. That team could still be very good. Their defense is still pretty good. That Darius Leonard's a beast. South Carolina, yeah. South Carolina State. Um, outside linebacker, he's really good. Hot take. Could they be better? <laughs> Could they be better? Yeah, Andrew Luck sucks. Well, yeah, was Andrew Luck the reason this team hasn't thrived? Did Andrew Luck hold the Colts back? Conspiracy theories. Coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think they could still be very good. That's a big blow for them. But it didn't look like he was going to play anyway. Um, it's a good... The best case is the fact that Jacoby has been taking all of the one snaps all offseason. Yeah. So he's not like he's just... Thrust it in there. Yeah, he's, like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? He's he's been doing this all summer. So, I don't know if Jacoby's bringing them to more than six wins this year. Mm. I don't. I think they still go under there. Mm. We shall see. Ten wins, boys. Ten wins. <laughs> I will put three hundred dollars if they go under ten wins. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, I got some questions. For the Washington Redskins, uh, I the know we skins. have some. Yeah, the Deadskins, the Washington Professional Football, the R, the R words. <laughs> uh, at what point there. do you think Dwayne Haskins is going to become the starter there midseason? Couple quite, couple games. Case Keenum. <laughs> Case Keenum. I give it like four games. That worked out really well in Denver, by the way. Um, they were <laughs> Case Keenum. Flacco. Oof. Oof. So that, would you rather? I ha- forgot about would that. You, who would you rather have, Flacco or Case Keenum? Is Flacco elite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Flacco. How come anytime like he at least has got an arm? I mean, I, Baltimore has won Super Bowls with scrubs at quarterback. Yeah, they have. They have. Except, I mean, the Joe Flacco played out of his mind when he was in the playoffs that year. He played like Peyton freaking Manning. Um, Which gave him the elite status. Yeah. That's why he's now elite. Elite. I don't think... Uh, I'm I'm obviously bigger. I'm a Buckeye fan. I'm bigger on Dwayne Haskins than probably a lot of people are. Yeah. Uh, oh, you are. He's not the most mobile guy in the world. He's big arm. Big arm, though. And I think that he's a smart guy. I think that... Yeah, as a smart football player, I mean, he he big football IQ, smart football player, (laughs) big football guy. I I got nothing to say that he's not a smart human being either. I don't have his wonderlick scores in front of me or anything (laughs) like that. All I'm saying is, he is going to have a hard time if that offensive line is not protecting him. I mean, all everyone is, but you can see it constantly. Like rookies who come in that are better than other people is because they either have the offensive line, which most of them don't because most of them are picked very high, so they are very mobile. They can create space, and they can create time for themselves to throw the football, which is why I think Kyler Murray could be pretty good this year. Um, We'll see if that actually is something that works out. Uh, I don't know, but I'm interested to see him. Uh, I think that young quarterbacks who buy their own time like that have the opportunity to be a little bit better, especially young, than guys who just kind of stand back there and aren't super fleet of foot, especially in the pocket. Because that is the one thing with Haskins when you look at him. Not only is he not super mobile, he's just not very mobile in the pocket, which is a big, big issue because that's where you need to be mobile at. Top Your favorite three quarterbacks from Ohio State, Cardale Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Braxton. Me? Yeah. Braxton, number one, for sure. Without a doubt? Without a doubt. No hesitation. No, I love Braxton Miller, man. Braxton was a problem at Ohio State. Shout out to Braxton, just uh, signed with the Browns. Nice. uh, He's got like 30 catches in his NFL career for like 240 yards. What's Terrell Pryor? Um, 
I liked Terrell Pryor, but I would probably say top guys um, for me would probably be Braxton, um, followed by Troy Smith. Oh, Troy Smith, throwback. Followed by... No 12-gauge? No, I mean, I might say Barrett, man. Like, Barrett was very good. Um, yeah, Barrett was good. Craig Krenzel? Craig Krenzel. I mean, he won the national championship. At LSU. You beat yeah. LSU? Was no, LSU? that he was. Uh, wasn't he the quarterback when they Miami, beat Miami? Right? Yeah. Miami, yeah. yeah. The Chris Campbell touchdown. Yeah. So I mean, possibly him, just because the national championship. Uh, Terrell Pryor left kind of a salty taste in my mouth. Uh, did really like Terrell Pryor, but he's fighting for a roster spot in the NFL right now. Yeah, he's been bad recently. Yeah. Yeah. He had that one year with the Browns where he like looked like he might do something, and then he's bounced around just and hasn't. Signed with Washington, where people go to, to die, apparently. Yeah, I guess Not so. in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> That's where all the Clemson players go So I'm die. hoping that uh, uh, Haskins does not die out there in, in Washington, the District of Columbia. But. Well, see, and the other reason I brought this Haskins situation up is their, their main man and their their backbone for a long time, Trent Williams, is holding out. That boy is good. That boy is good. He's huge. And... You know, with Haskins not being very mobile, he's going to need all the protection they got. He's, and with Trent Williams holding out, oh yeah, uh, it's, that's a problem. Up they, there. He's good. Um, he's a non-mobile mobile. <laughs> Trent is good. Uh, Scherf is good too. Yeah, yeah, he's a beast. I mean, when healthy, their offensive line is top ten. Um, they have an okay defense. They've got a ton of Alabama players on the defense. So it's like their defense will keep them in the games. But if they're not protecting Haskins, he's going to take a beating. Yeah. Speaking of other notable holdouts, high profile, Jadavian Clowney uh, hasn't, hasn't reported to Houston yet. So, so. there is a, tr- a rumor today that Miami was shopping um, Loremi Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. The offensive lineman from Ole Miss who gas on draft mask. night had the gas mask. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Oh, Rip fumble. a bong, boy. First down. I really wish the Panthers had picked him that year. Same, yeah. man. He is a problem on that offensive line. That's that's who you need. That's a centerpiece on the offensive line. Yep. You want – he smokes weed? Who cares? Yeah, everybody in the NFL smokes weed. Yeah. It's, it's legal. It's, it should not be a problem. You know how many people in Florida just go around token every day? Probably like ninety percent of the residents in Florida. Yeah, that's why all the fun. That's facts not based the, off the of science, by the way. That's uh, why all the fun facts come out of Florida. <clears throat> yep. Except except for the two that we've done on this yeah, podcast. Except. But there's a lot of interesting shit that happens in the state. Yeah, that guy from Popeyes, most likely. Uh, he had a was, case. Was I mean, out of Florida. He was a he was a Tennessean. <laughs> Go balls. Go balls. Um, yeah. So I, what do you think about this Jadavian Clowney thing? Reportedly, he wants to go to the Seahawks or the Eagles. So he's a, he's a, a right end or left end, whatever side he plays on offensive or defensive line. But Houston's been having him at outside linebacker yeah. in the 3-4. I'd rather have him line up in the three-point stance, just bull rush offensive lineman. Bully. Yeah, just get through the line. I don't know. I mean, he's not dropping back in coverage. Like, no, if but I'm if, you, if you let him just rush out the side, I mean, yeah. what was the other guy, the guy from NC State that was in Houston forever? Williams? Uh, Mario. Mario. Mario, so yeah. Mike, yeah. Mario Williams, they did, they did the same thing with him where they turned him to more of a, an outside linebacker, speed rush kind of guy. Can I just play. say Travis Etienne is a problem for Clemson? I didn't even see he scored another touchdown. That boy is a monster. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Menzer. Georgia Tech might not be very good, guys. We need tw- we But need- I know Travis. We need Clemson to cover 23 and a half for the first half. Yeah. Mm. It's looking good. It's looking okay. Knock on wood. I, I like Jadavian. I wouldn't mind Jadavian in Charlotte as another pass rusher. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't give it a lot up for him, though. Same, I mean, same, like, same. with the move that they. With, with the moves they've made, that they're Jeez. doing going to more of that outside linebacker rush and. Was he franchise tagged? He's franchise tagged, right? No, not yet. No, no. not yet. Mm-mm. Did they try to franchise they, tag him? And he, he just hasn't signed. No. So you can't trade when you're franchise tagged. You're locked in, right? And and players don't have the jurisdiction to say like "fuck you," like "don't franchise tag me." Right. If they don't want to play, they can. So they can do what Zeke. What Zeke's doing. Yeah. Right now. 
Except Zeke's got two more years on his contract, which Zeke, is Zeke, come just, back, man. I need you. I just that thing. He could take two years off. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Melvin Gordon, same way. Yeah. Um, Pretty sure Jadavian Clowney's brother robbed a McDonald's in his serving time. But that's just a little side note. <laughs> that's our, Another that's fun our fact. second fun fact yeah. of the night. Enjoy that one. Yeah. <laughs> also, we love fast food here. My yeah. freshman year of college, ECU was playing at Charlotte uh, against South Carolina, and the Clownies were tailgating next to us. And damn it, did they make some good food. That was just the Garcia game where yeah. he didn't start and we were up 14 points on him. He came in and blew us away. Yeah. $5 a plate and it was so worth it. Man. $5 they a plate. They charged you $5 a plate. Yeah. Oh, they were charged. They had they <laughs> $5 go, a plate. They're out there in the business, the man. special. I love that. <laughs> no, they were. Anyone who walked up to him wanted some food. Five bucks a plate, get you some. You were, you were invited to the tailgate. Yeah. You were invited to the cookout. Yeah. You've earned the stripes. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's impressive. That's impressive. Put that in the resume. The cookout. Yeah. You're invited to the cookout. I just don't know what you're going to get for him. I mean, apparently some good food. So. Yeah, yeah, some food, but. I mean, does everybody remember where they were when Jadavian made that hit? We were uh, in Wilmington. We were in Wilmington. Yeah. I, I watched that hit for those of you guys. Who, who are they playing? Michigan. Michigan. I mean, Smack. And Clowney made the hit her that around the world. North. That yeah. team up north. That team up north. Menzer is an Ohio State guy. If you haven't okay. figured that out by now. But, I mean, I will forever remember where I was when he I, made that hit. I would probably buy a Clowney jersey if the Panthers signed him. Uh, I'm sure, you know, those things would be printing fast in China. Yeah, I'd buy a $14 J.P. Clowney Panthers jersey for sure. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great. I just... AliExpress, we're looking for sponsors. Yes. Yeah, send us money. <laughs> Anybody, really. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. I mean, he's he, but he's getting up there in age too. I like what we've done defensively. I'm yeah. not, I'm not wasting any ma- major assets no. on bringing in Jadavian Clowney. Me right, that we can agree on that. But be dangerous for the Eagles. They're going to be good. Their defense is already stout. That could be a, a thing. I've heard Miami as well, but that doesn't make any sense. I've heard sense. Miami, but I don't think he wants to go. He he reportedly said Seahawks and Eagles is where he's. The Seahawks are just one of those teams that they're like. The Seahawks need him. The Seahawks need yeah. yeah. Their defense is not. The Legion of Boom, but no they've more. got like the best. They've got they've got Wagner. Like, yeah, they, they're one of those teams that's got problems. Like, yeah. One of the <laughs> best boy is they've a problem. Got one of the best players on offense and one of the best players on defense. They just don't have a lot. Surrounding. They're going to run the ball 40 times a game. Like, they still have that mantra where they're going to pound, 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 play action over the top, Tyler Lockett. Yeah. That's their offense. And then their defense is that power, like, we're going to come after you. I mean, last year, though, there, was, uh, there were games where they were just throwing, throwing, throwing. I mean, Russell, was, Russell Wilson is a problem, man. He is. That's a problem. I'm All right. Fan, well, uh, you know, as you got, as you, our listeners may know, we're all East Carolina grads in here, and I think I want to switch it up to purple, uh, gold, some college football talk. Our first down pirates. Arr. <laughs> uh yeah, we're we're gonna be sorry, Craig. Me and Menzer are gonna be in Raleigh. Yeah, uh, I'll be there in spirit. Our East Carolina Pirates play NC State in uh, Carter Finley this Saturday, and we we are hoping for the best with the new coach Mike Houston. Uh, both these teams, I mean, I don't we. There's nothing to expect from both these teams, right? I mean. Are you mates? This is NC our State shape. lost a lot of people. Yeah, uh, they're returning. I think seven starters. Yeah, on and defense, you know this is yeah, a brand yeah. new pirate team. So I think seven starters are coming back on defense. They're 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 stacked in returners on the defensive end. Yeah, offensively they've lost. You know they lost their quarterback. They right. lost some other things. Matt McKay is supposed to be pretty damn good. Wakefield kid. Uh, we have a lot of friends that are Wakefield graduates. Shout out to that. Out Shout Raleigh. out Brooks. Shout out T-Nut. Yeezer. Trap uh, Nut. Trap Nut. Um, so it, he's supposed to be a good dual threat guy. Uh, Pirates are going to be throwing out there, looking at their first official depth chart. They're going to have some, uh, some, especially on the offensive line, they're going to have some true freshman guys out there. Uh, Mike Houston brought in a very good recruiting class. We're looking at a team that could be utilizing guys, C.J. Johnson in the outside as a wide receiver. Another C.J. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 Another C.J. Yeah. Hey, I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, 
State loses a lot, but State also dominates North Carolina recruiting. Yeah. I feel like State plays to the level of everybody they play against. And that's just me as a Clemson fan. Every time Clemson and NC State play each other, I feel like NC State always plays up to the level of their competition. Or down. Or down. Or down. Except when they played us last year and beat us by 70. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that was not fun. But we'll see. I hope – well, I'm interested to see what Donny Kirkpatrick's offense has has for us. Um, I think the one of the biggest things for Scotty Montgomery's teams, even though their offense was very good statistically, uh, was not a huge fan of them keeping around uh, Mr. Peterson as their offensive uh, coordinator. They just weren't very good. It was inside the 20s. They were very good, right. you know, 20 to Getting 20. Down the end of the red once zone, you got yeah. in the red yeah. zone, they just were not efficient in scoring. They just didn't know what, you know, it changed a little bit more last year once Holt Nailers came in where they can kind of make some moves on that. But it's going to be what Holton can do, man. I'm it, excited for a year of him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he got better, but he was still a 48% passer. We need some completions. We right. need to be able to move the ball efficiently on that side. I think this is a big year for uh, Darius Pinnix, who I think could be a very good Ooh. runner for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Hussein Howe is also there as the, the backup for that. So we'll, we'll kind of see where that goes. But I think that uh, I've been waiting for Pinnix to kind of get that main dude role. I he think had he's some, a junior yeah, now. He had some, he had some last year. He had some big games for us last year. But I think that they just didn't care about the run game as much. And the offensive line was not as much of a forefront thought, I guess. Um, they didn't recruit it well. They just kind of stacked it with JUCO transfers that were mediocre. So it's nice to see that there's some f- true freshman blood, big boys. Uh, that's kind of been the big thing for ECU since they've come into the American Athletic Conference is that they just have not recruited the size and or the speed that some of these other teams, because there's a lot of good teams some very great teams in this conference. So. Sounds like our basketball program as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're eight. Yeah, speaking they're, of basketball, how about them bringing in 11 new dudes? Talk about turning a roster. I, I know. Jesus Christ. I know, I know. They're revamping everything, which I love. Dooley. Dooley's the guy. Fired up, man. Um, We've got some whole new look. Alcohol yeah. is being sold in the stadium. They got a whole new face to the stadium at Dowdy Ficklin. I, I, I will say I was in Greenville. This uh, the earlier this week, the stadium looks fucking fantastic. Love it, baby. I mean, it looks it. good. I want to go down, get drunk, watch ECU win a game, go to Chico's after, eat some pollo tacos, drink a couple of margaritas, shrimp tacos, but yeah, one of each. Mm-hmm. That's my week. That's <laughs> my perfect weekend. I miss it, but Chico I sponsorship would be highly welcome. I, Shouts out to Chico's. I'm actually wearing a Chico's t-shirt as we speak. Bring your ass to Chico's. Bring your that ass to Chico's. That is a coin slogan. Go get chip-faced at Chico's. That's another one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we're going to be okay. I think we've got some games, but we can win. Um, interconference in the AAC. Um, we'll see, like you said, about our offensive line. I want to see playmakers on the outside. Um, where do you think we stand we lost in, 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 the state of North, in the state of North Carolina? Probably fifth. Fourth or fifth. As a football would, program, yeah, I would say probably state is one, and then I'd probably say Carolina too. I would say. Would you put App above us? Yes, right now, yeah. yeah. They just got a new coach too. Yeah. The thing is, I think we can beat. I think we're 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 us and Duke are neck and neck. I think that would be a, a good game to have, like a good home and home. Like give us Duke because I think we beat Duke. I don't think Duke's beating us. I doubt it. I think we've got an opportunity to go somewhere with this. Let's go bowling this year, boys. Let's get six. I'm so down. Oh, if we, I love if we get, Houston. If we get five, do we accept a bowl invitation? No. So you say, fuck it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like, because they have like 7,000 bowls now. Me, like, yeah. Anybody told, can get a bowl. Yeah. You was, get a bowl. You jewel, get a bowl. Let's go to the Jewel Bowl this year. <laughs> the Jewel Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I was told that we need to win seven this year. I don't know how factually accurate that is because we do have we've got some winnable games. The first two six subconference teams. Cupcakes. I don't know if that actually counts towards it. I would have to look that oh, up. Oh, it counts. Like William and Mary. Yeah, we, yeah, that we, counts. We could destroy William and Mary. I, I, I thought used to think it didn't, but I'm pretty sure it does now. I think so. it does. 
We'll we, see. We still get ODU, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can smash. We beat ODU last year. <laughs> um, to uh, kind of wrap things up, here in the the state of North Carolina, we try to talk everything sports, and uh, you know, Mac Brown, new coach, Tar Holes. Hate it. What do you guys think? Oh, is it a good shit. fit? I mean, sure. I don't get why. I, he was not man. Gets him off my television. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gets him off. Uh, he claims he still has like recruiting ties. Man, he hasn't been in North Carolina for like thirty years. Yeah. yeah. Not very relevant. So yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll figure it out, and he has probably hired some guys with some. But I'm I love nothing more. Right behind beating the piss out of Dave Dorn. Beating Mac Brown also right up there with it. Cause Let's put up 70 on Carolina the next time. We've done it Let's before. Let's put up 70 in Raleigh this weekend. Let's go. go. Pirates. I will say Chapel Hill could probably get discount on coffins for both Roy and uh, and Mac Brown. <laughs> not because we're threatening them. Just Not because <laughs> not we're because threatening them. Because they're that is old. That's not a threat. Yeah, that's not a threat. That's just good business. It's because they're that's, old as shit. That's vertigo. All right, guys. Hey, I enjoyed this one, and uh, it's good to have football back, baby. Yeah. As we're watching Clemson Georgia Tech, Smack. as our Panthers are finishing up their last preseason football game. Before we get out of here, have y'all had any fantasy drafts yet? You got everything oh, on, what the, the, pick on the forefront. Yeah, um, you know, I, as you you guys know, we're all in a league together, so that draft is you coming got a sleeper? up. Sleeper, a sleeper that you. Uh... I like Hunter Renfro. Mm. He's not gonna do much. He, he's playing in Oakland. I like that. So we got that's a, that's a deep sleeper. Sleeper. Like that's like somebody like snoozing ten times. You'll see. Um, like it's worth. I'm I'm Darius Geis. That's mine. I think Darius Geis could be very very good. Craig, and give us your sleeper. A uh, good backfield in Washington. David Montgomery. Mm, I like that one too. I like that one too. Damn. All right, guys. Uh, have a great week. We love you. We'll be back soon, trying to do this at least once a week. Check us out on uh, One Men's Media. Menzer, give the plug. All right, so check us out. Uh, kind of rebranded the Twitter, but it is still at The Tank Awakens. Uh, it's now the One Men's Media Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram, trying to be a little more accurate, active on that. One Men's Podcast. Uh, a lot of polls, trying to be interactive with you folks have some fun but follow uh, race day wrap up race day wrap up he's uh still doing his thing and um look out for one men's podcast for maybe some live videos in uh raleigh this weekend from instagram Ooh, that'll be fun mm-hmm. go, pirates. Be, yeah. Yeah. go pirates go pirates go pirates <laughs> See why I did a game. TV eat a mark. Uh. Gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's my hustle, say ambition. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's my hustle, say ambition. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's my hustle, say ambition. I gotta get it, I gotta get it, that's my hustle's ambition. I'm blowing vicious ever, they hear my thoughts blowing, no type of